Hi, I'm George. I'm Dan. I'm Rick. And, and we, we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. Each episode, we're going to talk about what it was like growing up gay in the South. The trials and the tribulations. The joy and the struggle. And more importantly, how we became who we are today. Oh, honey, queer and fabulous. So come on in, y'all, and get comfortable, Shug. Kick off your shoes and sit a spell. And at the end of each episode, we're going to meet up out on the front porch for my favorite part of the podcast, Happy Hour. So join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of cutting up, foolishness, and caring on. Always served with a heaping helping of sass. And that's a Queer Magnolia's guarantee. Hey, Magnolias. Hi. Hey. Today, we are going to be discussing something that hits home for those of us from North Carolina. That's us. <laughs> yes. Pick me, pick me. And though we don't really talk about politics, today we will be discussing a politician. Mm -hmm. A very current topic is U.S. Representative for North Carolina's 11th Congressional District, Madison Cawthorn. Little Maddie Cawthorn. I knew that was coming. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Who is he? What is the buzz all about? Why are we giving this man our attention today? And the biggest question is, is he out yet? <laughs> For this conversation, I've left myself a little bit in the dark so y'all can say your piece. So, have, enough. So, have Adam. Well, honey, I have many, many things to say about little Maddie Kalkal, but it is kind of hard to sit here today as we're recording this with what's happened in the news today about uh, all of the people, uh, all of the students, the kids who were actually shot in Texas. Uh, it was at Uvalde, Texas today. I think the, the death toll is up to 20 at this point and it's one crazy. teacher. It's hard to sit here knowing that and then deciding to talk about Madison Cawthorn. I kind of feel like this is going to be one of those episodes that just kind of goes all over the map in terms of politics, which is something we try not to do. We've always tried to keep it light and fun and, and uh, you know, never tried to wade too deep in the waters. But I don't think this is going to be that episode. So I hope you guys are along for the ride. So fasten your seatbelts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, I don't think, though, that Madison Cawthorn and school, the school shooting are two very distinct topics. I think that we're talking about thing. One of them easily leads to the next. Because like we all know, he's completely, completely pro-guns and like very little gun control. Yes. And he's also someone that, um, like the former president, who's an agitator. And these people who constantly... It's a great whine. word for it. I love that word, actually. I've been trying to find the word for these people that just yeah, want to stir shit up. Stir. Constantly. And... At this point in life, I think so many of us realize that these agitators are only making people who are close to the edge of mental illness. They're just winding them up as if it's a hand grenade. They pull the pin and they throw it out and they say, oh, Consequences well, be damned. Precisely. Okay. And that's what's happening with this continually. It's like, oh, well, we can't, we can't have gun control. We can't have this. We can't have background checks. But yet, let's wind somebody up and say that, those marginalized people over there, they're so horrific. And you keep droning and droning and droning. And these people who have issues are plugging into this. And the consequence 
is continually dead people. Right. Right. And then the people that are doing the agitating say, well, let's have a moment of silence. Of course. And then that'll fix everything. Of yeah, course. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and, and prayers for everybody. Your fucking thoughts and prayers don't help. I saw a comic today of two angels in heaven saying, oh, my gosh. One of them says, oh, my gosh, we get all these thoughts and prayers. And the other one says, and the dead children. Oh. Oh. I mean, it just really doesn't get any more plain than that. I mean, how fucking many kids will it take Till somebody in Congress wakes the fuck up. Well, how many have we seen since since Sandy Hook? I mean, Sandy Hook should have been the fucking change. It should have been the fucking change. And then Florida. And then after Florida, I thought, okay, these kids, they're going to make some fucking change. And they've done a fantastic fucking job. They've tried anyway. And but then they we get run gov- into people like fucking Mitch McConnell and, and Margie DeSantis. Crazy Pants, whatever her fucking name <laughs> Taylor is. Taylor Green. Yes. Or we get Governor DeSatan of Florida, who <laughs> is off the fucking rails. And Greg yes. Abbott, who tried to get on the news today and Please. say, oh, we're praying for all the families. It's your fucking fault. I saw your tweet from four years ago. Oh. Sorry, it's going to get a little heated. <laughs> why don't you, why don't you tell us what yet. that tweet said from four years ago? Oh, let me find the fucking tweet from four years ago. Hold on. I want to actually I want to actually get it Verbatim. right. Verbatim. Yes. Right. So one of the things that I see that happens is, so the parents of the kids at Sandy Hook, they appealed and appealed and appealed to the people. And, you know, a couple of days of the news and, oh, we feel sorry for the parents and, you know, and this should never have happened. Then it goes quiet yeah. and yeah. then we move on to something else. The news else. cycle. Yes, mm-hmm. of course, because everything is about something else. It's about the next news thing that yep. comes along. And we don't want, to, I mean, the average person doesn't really want to look at death. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see this Well, they happen. put enough of it in the news. They force feed it to us. They do, but but what happens is I think... For instance, the uh, the Magnolias know that I have fought tooth and nail since the first episode. I don't want to do politics. I don't want to do politics. And the reason is because I think that so often we are bombarded with that on a daily basis. This shooting today is horrific. Yeah. And truly, I can read only so much before I have to stop reading because I need to protect my soul. It's true. And I think that so many of us in this world try to protect ourselves and then there are enough people who just don't give a shit period end of story don't care they don't care because it's those people it's people over there somebody it's else them. right it's somebody else well and last week it was madison cawthorn, cawthorn. cawthorn. I still I, and i think i said caulfield and uh, when i first started but whatever and, and, i mean and the week before Roe v. Wade, yes, of course. which is also extremely which, important, and it's gone which, completely oh. brushed underneath the rug. And oh my god, drives me fucking crazy. We can legislate the fucking shit out of you to to tell you you can't have an abortion as a female. You have no control over your own body. But if you go out and buy a gun, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's true. I saw a tweet today where somebody said, "Hey, we don't need to worry about trying to uh, control whether Roe v. Wade uh, uh, gets abolished or not, because all we have to do is send that kid. If the if the mom doesn't want the kid, send them to school." That's it. Oh. And I was like, "That is fucking harsh, but it's kind of fucking true." Yeah, it is, and it's sad because what happens is, I had a client today that said to me that she her two daughters will go to elementary school soon, and she said. Can I dare send them to a public school? 
Well, and it's not that it doesn't, it might not happen in a private school, but it's a very different setting. And she said, you know, and we live in Los Angeles. This is someplace that you think it's big and, but it happens in every city. And it, the school today, I think the school had 400 people. The little town has a few thousand, I don't know, 30,000, I don't remember exactly the population, but this school had 400 students. And 20 people are dead. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really, that's one out of every 20 students yeah. in that school is now 100%. dead. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the percentages, when you start looking at it, one out of 20. We know 20 people we saw today. Do we really want one of them shot dead? I don't. No. No. And to think about, A, those parents Who's, and their kids aren't coming home from school today. Those Never. parents. Yes. But did you hear that the parents actually were asked to come in and give their DNA at the school and, and before they found out what happened to their kids? And the reason they're the, re, the only reason they can be doing that is because they're unable to identify them oh my God. through any way other than DNA. God, wow. that's awful. It is awful. It is awful. And you also have to think about those kids that survived, the kids that didn't get shot. Yes, of course. What are the, What is their life going to be like now? I would assume everyone listening has seen an automobile accident or been in one at some point in their life. And I can assure you that automobile accident never goes away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't figure into your every movement. But having your child it shot part at of your school, fucking life. that will never go away. You will never live a day that you don't remember that. And the kids close to the ones, to the ones who were killed, sure. they have survivor issues. Of course. Yeah, PTSD. So it's, yeah. It's, it's, like, you can liken it to going to war. I mean, what precisely. else can you compare it to? Precisely. Well, and the, the kids from Florida, they talk about that quite a bit, you know, and they, they turned that fear into activism. But... They talk about it. But they talk about it. And, you know, so we mentioned in a previous episode, we were talking about Pulse. And here's a gay club. I've, yes. I've read and listened to some of the survivors and the stories they tell of watching their friends bleed out next to them. I mean, I can only imagine what that's like. And I hope I never find out. No, yeah. I, I hear you. Um, you know, I think like the same thing with the kids, the survivors from Columbine. Yes. It's, yes. Like, it's all of those. Which is the first one I think I'd heard about. It was the first big one. That's the yeah, first I think that's the one that, you. for all, I think for me, that was definitely the one that was. Same. You know. Yeah. It's, the, it's the first one that was of such size that we saw that it. We saw it. Yeah. So I believe we're going to have a tweet by uh, Governor Abbott now. <laughs> I found the tweet. Yes, I found the tweet. All right. So he was actually retweeting an article, and the, top, the headline of the article says, Texas request to buy guns tops $1 million for a year. In the tweet, he says, I'm embarrassed. Texas number two in the nation for new gun purchases, behind California in all caps. Let's pick up the pace, Texans. And he hashtag, or he tagged it actually at NRA. This fucking asshole. And he, ah, I, I can't. Well, I don't even know where. I don't even know where to begin with this. So I totally agree with you on that. But we in California don't really get much of a. We don't get much of a pass because we've had. They've not been as large, but we've. But had our governor numerous. doesn't tweet about the fact that there were number one in the fucking nation. I totally agree with that, Governor Abbott. He's sucks. he. That man needs to go. 
He needs to go. He'll be, you know, he'll probably be reelected, and that's a sad thing. And so let's then have let's a, do something, people, to make sure that doesn't happen. Well, I, I realize we live in California, mm-hmm. but we can there's got to be something we can do. We can all donate from afar. Fine, donate well, to true. Beto. Isn't Beto yeah. going against him? Beto's retired. I don't think Beto's going against him. Last I read earlier, he, I, might, I be. he might be. You know what? So the thing is. We also have to sort of examine the psyche of those who elect someone like Governor Abbott or someone like Madison Cawthorn or someone like the former president. You know, we have and to... Can we just agree not to say the name? He can be the former guy and the former president, but we're not going to say the name. I don't want to hear it. It's Voldemort. <laughs> yes. He, he must not be named. Right. Dump truck. So it's... Uh, but it's one of those things that... He is an agitator, and he he was elected because he was an agitator. And people say, "Sorry, I just cut somebody off." But people say, "Oh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna just show them. What's he gonna show them that he's the biggest asshole on earth? Really? Well, what kind of show? What he, what he, show is that?" Here's what he did do, and and uh, I think I've said this before, and I think you and I have talked about this, Danny, many times. Here's what he did do. What he wasn't. He wasn't great at the fucking job at all. He sucked. It was awful. I think we all agree on that. (laughs) But what he did do was he told every single person out there who had heard for years and years and years they need to keep their racist thoughts Uh to themselves, their their, uh, bigoted sort of uh, all of their misogynistic, misogynistic, anti-Semitic, you know, all of these, these tendencies that they kept buried down that you can't say that out loud. What he taught them was, yeah, you can. Because you Why won't not? get in trouble. And now trouble. they won't fucking stop. Yeah. That's what he, those are the gates that he's opened yeah. for well, us. And he didn't do a fucking thing for this country except open up those gates for those people. And now that's all we hear. And the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the fucking uh, Bobert or Bobert, whatever the hell her name fucking is. name is. And, and um, Matt Gates, the pedophile. And sorry, I said that. Yes, I did. <laughs> and we're not editing this episode. What you see is what you get. Uh-huh. Sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there again, so here's something that we had talked about in preparing for the Madison episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will get to, we'll but, get but, 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 but so, it, yeah, today just was a very raw day. So people like Madison, people like Bobert, they say and do things and they get away with it. And a great deal of that is, well, all of it is because of their skin color. White mm-hmm. privilege. White exactly. Privilege. You know, Imagine it, if it, a black person said half <laughs> the shit they said. Well, there are a couple that have. Not not the crazy shit that they said. But there have been a couple. Um, the congressman from Florida that passed away last year, the African-American man, he was not shy. He said what he thought. And he was reviled by so many people in this country. You know, as long as it's a white man saying these things, nobody gives a shit. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I take that back. A lot of people care, but nothing happens. Right. You get somebody like Madison who takes a gun on an airplane twice, drives without a, a driver's license twice. Had that been a black person? Had that been the woman who was turning around in he front of the Capitol? He wouldn't even have got to twice if it were a black person. Had it been the woman turning around in front of the Capitol, he'd have been shot by the Capitol Police like mm-hmm. the woman with her children in the car were. So these are things that we have to really look at and say, okay, so the people who aren't worth anything are people who are not white. 
And there are four people sitting at the table who are white, and we are appalled and sick and disgusted by what we see. Because this is not who we are. Mm-mm. Yet people keep getting away with the same shit time and time again. Right. And it's gone it's gone so far beyond just being a Karen, quote unquote. Yes. You know, it's not it's not that joke anymore. It's not that meme. It's not this that angry, crazy white. They're lady. doing actual harm. Yes. Now yes. it's now it is deadly. Precisely. And we don't want to offend anyone. We want to make sure that it's okay. That's why the well, Republicans well. say don't do that. <laughs> and, well, so because I'm, I'm a little passionate about the fact that I'm very liberal and I love my liberal friends and I love my liberal leanings. But January 6th happened. Oh, yeah. And that one motherfucker in Congress has been arrested. People opened the door. People encouraged them, and You're no one so has right. been arrested. That Not is one. so frustrating thing for me. It's like you know, I first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I. I he I, starts on Twitter. I, I do, can tell y'all I at do, four a.m. I do. I do. It's my. It's my go-to. It happens every fucking time. I. It just is. And then I see, uh, but I, I get to, this, I'm getting to this point now where I see articles like, so-and-so did this in the January 6th committee and said this and this person's under scrutiny for this and blah, blah, blah. And I've just stopped reading because I'm like, you're not going to fucking do anything about right. it. Right. So why, why, I don't care to read it because it's just going to frustrate me and make me angry. You're not going to fucking do anything about it. And then they get to high five each other. We got away with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And the people, I, this is something someone told me the other day, true or not, I'm not sure. But when the attorney general was questioned about why it's going so slow is he said, well, we have to make sure we build the correct case. I can build a McDonald's in three days and it's a year and a half and you building a case. But the thing is, they don't want to bring charges against their own mm. because that means the next time there's a power shift, they're going to be looking at me. Yep. So we all have to protect our ass. Uh-huh. And yet the rest of the country... We don't all have free health insurance. They do. We don't have months off on vacation. They do. Right? right? Oh, we have, crazy we don't have staff that wipe our ass and pour our coffee. Or go on your honeymoon with you. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for or, by our tax dollars. Precisely. Right. Or pick out While the While having your office redecorated right. with uh, office uh, corporate funds. <laughs> or buy the cigars that we use on our AIDS. Oof. Hello. All these things keep happening, and all of America is... All upset and all in arms, whichever side of the aisle you're on, and yet nothing happens to the people in power. All the rest of us just get to suffer from the consequences of somebody's inaction in Washington or in Sacramento or every state capital. It's the same across the country. Ooh, I, uh, excuse mm-hmm. me. I'm relinquishing my soapbox. <laughs> Who I just, wants it next? I just want to <laughs> remind everybody how Dan said at the beginning of the episode, he never wants to do political <laughs> episodes. <laughs> well, and this it, is why I don't. <laughs> it makes sense. It, it gets you want to you want to get your point across in a way without tying too much emotion into it. But how can you not be emotional when? People are dying. People are dying. Yeah. People are Elementary dying. school children Elementary school are being children. shot. Kids no, are dying. Honestly. So one of the things is we have a responsibility, all of us, to to love our fellow man. You know, here comes the religion that Dan doesn't want to do either. Oh, Lord. So, but the oh. thing is, what this world operates on a better premise when we don't fight. Right. Politics 
is designed. We only have two real parties in this country, and that's the way they want it to be forever. Because if you notice, statistically, at mo at most, except for Roosevelt, eight years one party, eight years another party. There have never been 12 years of the same party since Roosevelt. Mm. There's only been three presidents who didn't get a second term. I mean, honestly, you have to look at it statistically. It's a bullshit game. It's one party, eight years, one party, eight years, one party, eight years, one party. And for them, they get all the raises, all the perks, all the this and all of that. It's a no win across the board. It's no win for us. It's a great win for them. And it's, it's just one of those things. And what has happened is today yet another school shooting that may or may not have been prevented, but stronger laws would have at least made it more difficult and hopefully would have would have kept it from happening agreed 100 percent. and i'm running for congress well, madison's so, uh, district so, no. so so we talk about little maddie maddie call call <laughs> if you Maybe want light it up, i, I would i would like to little. actually this you, started out to be a very bitchy little episode <laughs> a couple days ago when we discussed it and it's really kind of turned into something a little heavier so let's try to lighten it up a little bit not to take away from what the uh the events that happened today but Maybe Maddie Maddie Cockall is the way to kind of take so, us out. So one of the things that if you've ever watched the weather, whether it's a man or a woman who's the weather person. Sure. Do you mean the weather report? Yes. The report on television. Okay. On yeah. television okay. Yes. They're always attractive. Right. They're never ugly. I think that Madison, and I've asked a few people from North Carolina, scrubbed clean, handsome man. Pretty people get elected. Pretty people are the of course they're the, the king the, and the queen of the prom. Sure, they're the most popular people. But explain Mitch McConnell to me. Well, Mitch McConnell, <laughs> so, I mean, little turtle man. Okay, no, no, no. so so here's the thing: Kentucky has a lot of turkeys. He's got that waddle. <laughs> I think he fits right in. Well, I mean, we could take it way back and go back to Jesse Helms. If we're talking. Oh Lord, I if actually we're gonna talk about waddle girl. Hello. I actually did want to kind of go back through North Carolina's history a little bit with some of their um, more. Infamous, infamous, huh? uh, like uh, senators. So but I, I know. I, uh, I before we do that, okay, I got a before story. Before we do that, let's let's finish the topic about little Matty Kaka, <laughs> and then we can do that. Well, he didn't get reelected, as we learned. Huzzah! Time. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> right, bye, bitch. Bye, <laughs> bitch. But he's still serving. He's lame. He'll serve. Yeah, he'll yeah. serve until January. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I guess he'll be serving lots of people yeah. through January. Well, uh, and we're still well, her cousin anyway. But let's. Talk, I mean, he's still the, getting paid. Sorry. Yes. And you know, I think since he did not win his reelection, he feels like he's gone off the deep end a little bit, like mm-hmm. the deep, deep end. We're talking about the dark MAGA and how it's time for them to rise up, and like he's he and how Republicans, his own party, are distancing themselves from him. Well, it's because he outed them in the coke orgies. I mean, come well, on. You don't so, talk about the the first rule of coke orgies. You don't talk about Republican <laughs> coke orgies. Sorry, you just don't. Well, the thing is, you're right. He has said some really salacious things about his own party. But the thing is, I wonder. So after he lost his election, I, I read an article that said this this particular group had set out to undo him. And I thought, OK, but you 
And so they said next up was Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. And I said to myself, was he first because he might have had sex with a man? Okay, that's but a really good point. Mm-hmm. It is a good point because, you know, the Republicans, they don't do gay. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Mark Foley from Florida in 2008, who was sexting with pages, and all of a sudden the Republican Party, male pages, mm-hmm. and the Republican Party put him out. So let's be, them. let's be really, really for reals with our queer Magnolia audience that I wonder was Madison first because he might be bisexual or gay? I think it's a really good point. And I think that if you look at the timeline of the events that kind of led up to his disownment. Yes. Um, it is very interesting that after he had the comment about the Coke orgies and the Republicans and that kind of thing, then all these things started getting leaked. Yes. Like mysteriously leaked. Yes. About his past. And that's when... That's a Mitch McConnell hit job if ever there was one. Oh, like, okay. Take this man down. Okay, so... That's a f- funny thing you say that because it it has this group that took him down are liberals, according to this article. Right. So they were out. They picked someone to to get. But I to Rick's point, I really do think that the Republican Party wanted him gone because they all of a sudden thought, oh well, he can't be one of us. I mean, let's be real. I watch Scandal. I know how this shit works, girl. <laughs> like, if the Republicans said, oh, we need him out, but, you know, if we do it, right. we, we can't have that on us. Well, so let's, let's give that to them and let them run with it. Somebody put up a I website. I watch Scandal, called- girl. Yeah, I know exactly. what happens. <laughs> Please. Right. It's not easy to fake a website or just put fake information <laughs> exactly. on Instagram account. Boom, right. boom, boom. And so I, I did talk to a friend of mine recently who has done some stuff, uh, who's a big website and and internet and blah 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 so we we did talk about uh the dark web and he said you know what look there are a few ways to get into it if you've been doing this shit for years and years and years he's like but if anybody thinks they're just gonna log on to the dark web they're out of their fucking mind it exists but it's hard to get to so uh, Madison may want to have the dark way MAGA, but I doubt he can get off Grinder long enough to find okay, it. Okay, I'm going to say this out loud. Okay. Because <laughs> for clarity, Madison Cawthorn says he is not gay. Yes. And I, for one, and I think everyone at this table agrees, we're not here to publicly out people that are not no, out. <laughs> I, I agree with that, George, and I thank you for that. Because George and I did talk about the fact that if he's having a hard time coming out or coming into being bisexual, gay, straight. It does not matter. He gets to identify as who he wants to be, and I don't want to vilify whatever that decision is or whatever that identity is. 100%. Totally. For me, it's like I don't care in the future what his path is. Maybe he, maybe he is straight, maybe he is bi, maybe he is gay. I don't care. Those things don't matter to me. What matters to me is the fact that he's a fucking asshole. Sure. And I'm going to hold him accountable for his asshole his ways. A- and his actions, of mm-hmm. course. His his actions. And George um, had told me the other day that during his uh, Madison's original campaign that he came out in favor of gay marriage. No, that was it, me. It was, oh, was that, that was you? Yep. Sorry. So he, he, actually, anyway. he actually does support gay marriage. Okay. What he does not support is uh uh is minority transgender medical um uh operations or uh, really? things in, along that regard for anybody that is a, mon- uh, a minor right 
Yeah, you, fine. I get that, yeah. but you know, I, I was struck by the fact that he is—he's uh, pro same-sex marriage, uh, and I'm like, it, it's kind of like, well, it, I'm gonna be honest. It kind of made me think: Is this a liberal in disguise? Is he a liberal? at heart but he knows that the only way he's ever going to succeed is to be conservative and say these awful mean do these terrible things that the former guy taught him how to do so So, it makes me wonder that do you think that's true because i'm sure that the democratic party would embrace a pretty face just as quickly as a republican party would as quickly and it's not about the party embracing them it's more about he's he he he's seeing how the former guy is using all this awful publicity and really kind of sort of you know ratcheting r- it ratcheting up, it up yeah. and he's seeing how it's working and so he's decided to do it for himself there I, so madison's district is that's the what i wanted to ask yeah, Where so, is Mad- that? so madison's district is the 11th district and it is west of Asheville. i believe with last year's redistricting which seems to happen every fucking two years Asheville has been added back into his district but it was not when he was elected. And Asheville's a very democratic. Oh, it yeah. is. However, Buncombe County is not. Asheville. Buncombe County. Buncombe. B U N C O M B. Well, how can Buncombe County right. not not <laughs> so, be conservative? So, I mean, West, come on, it's in the fucking name, right? <laughs> West of Asheville in, encompasses Cherokee County, which is typically uh, Native Americans, and they are extraordinarily Republican-leaning. But the rest of the mountain area that he has is is fairly liberal. I mean, it, it it's both ways. For years and years and years, that part of the state was always Democratic. But it is not now. It it leans Republican. But because not, of the lines that they but, drew for the... For the but it's only like 55%. It's not like it's 90% Republican. So the thing is, Madison got elected because I think he was charismatic and a pretty face. But when I asked a friend of mine about it today, who's not in that district, but next to it, he said, you know, everybody thought that there was something a little wrong with him. In what kind of way? That he was a little too charismatic. But he had the weight of the former president behind him two years ago. Yeah, he did. And it's funny. This week, all kinds of articles say, well, the former president didn't support him this election, which is not really true because two days before the election, the former president came out and said, oh, we should give him a second chance. Mm -hmm. So he might not have been on the doorstep waving a flag with a, a microphone in his hand, but he still supported him. Well, and that's the thing about North Carolina, too, is that if if you're a Trumper in North Carolina, you're all in. I mean, there is it is 100 percent. If this man tells me to go jump off the bridge, I'm going to go Where's jump the off bridge? the bridge. That's the that's bridge? that's how it is. in North, at least from what I've seen uh, in North Carolina. And that's especially been my experience, towards, in the especially last towards visits. the eastern part, yeah. which is where I'm from. And They're great, great, honey. Yep. So about him being elected, though, you told me something I don't think I really realized that he wasn't really elected. So, um, so it go ahead, Danny. Okay, so you have. So we did talk about this the other day. So he did, but not, I haven't actually said it right. on the show. So. <laughs> oh well, you're so everybody should know by now. I do the numbers in the group, so mm-hmm. your your math was a little off the other day, sugar. Oh, so, so what? So, so what is it? So, so he, the thing is this: 
He actually was up against uh, someone else, Bennett. It was a female, Linda Bennett. I don't, don't know. I don't don't. So this whole episode gets a caveat that uh, we're just kind of playing it off the cuff. No, <laughs> no research was done for any of this, really. Five pages of notes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Rick didn't do any research on Miss Bennett. <laughs> Sorry, the passion at the top of the episode kind of threw me off my game. But anyway, uh, Miss Bennett, we'll go with that, um, was actually leading him, but sh- then she ended up not getting 30% of the vote because of when, uh, in ever how the election went, it was so close that they went into runoff. Mm-hmm. And when they went into runoff, he actually won through that. So, gotcha. yeah. So, so the rule is you did perfectly with that, Rick. Thank I you. pat you on the back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, the rule is that if there are more than two candidates running, if there are three or more candidates running, one candidate must get over 30 percent of the vote or there will be a runoff period in the story there's no way around it she got almost 30 but not quite and there were like five people running or whatever the number was so when they did uh head to head there were just the two of them then he won he beat her the second time and then he went out that afternoon and started punching trees <laughs> so that's that's how I that. I, that part might be fabricated. Just saying, but whatever. No trees were injured in this episode. <laughs> well, we don't know that they weren't. <laughs> we At least did, not here. The queer we, magnolias did not injure a tree in you're this right episode. About that. We can't. We cannot say for the 11th district of North Carolina if any trees were harmed during the recording of this episode. But what I'm most struck by is the fact that before this kid and we can call him a kid because he's what 26 yeah he's 26 um as a kid i mean, compared to us um oh now a kid with now. a six-figure salary uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and rich parents uh, well yeah i mean that's white privilege six ways from sunday hunting um his he worked at chick-fil-a that's his fucking job history. He worked at Chick-fil-A. What the fuck? Okay, Chick-fil-A? The, right. Okay. <coughs> Stop that. So the internet says that he had a sketchy resume. That's all we need to know, hon. He worked at Chick-fil-A, honey. Everything I've the read internet says, says it clear. Chick-fil-A. He worked at Chick-fucking-Fillet. It must have sake. been on Twitter that you Jesus. read at 4 a.m. this morning. At least you know she had Sundays off. <laughs> I guess it's a reminder that the people that we elect don't necessarily have to come from this breeding of being a politician no that don't. is america well look at marjorie taylor green and lauren Bobert, honey yeah, marjorie you... taylor green i don't know how she got elected anyway she's the one did you ever see the video where she's chasing david hogg from the one of the parkland kids from florida chasing down down the street and telling him that he's lying about the fact that they were shot at in school i've seen it I've that's seen it her and she's yeah. in congress now yeah. she's a fucking senator so here's sorry a, I segued. I didn't mean do that. You can take it right so back. So here's medical call, call. Here's a very <laughs> unique situation that happens in a few states. In North Carolina, is one of them. You don't have to live in the district you're elected from. You also don't have to live in the state to be elected in the state. That is how Elizabeth Dole became the senator of North <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> so and we lived could be in senators. Kansas. We could be senators. We could. Wally? Not with my record. <laughs> hey, Wally, you want to run for uh, Senate again? Let's do this. What do you think? I don't know if he ran for Senate, but anyway, whatever. Well, maybe it's time. So, well, I don't know about y'all, but we didn't really get a front porch for this <laughs> episode. So, um, 
I think I might uh, need a little. Be a little dry, are you, sugar? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeast infection. <laughs> no, it's the the passion, the passion <laughs> in my loin, in my loins, rather the passion in my loins. Well, as Madison Cawthorn said, I feel the passion and desire. And would like to see a naked body beneath my hand. Well, <laughs> well, praise the Lord. I mean, and so did his kissing cousin. And so did his cousin. I wouldn't say everything that comes out of his mouth is wrong. <laughs> Just what comes in it. Well, <laughs> amen. Well, on that note. Yeah, well, on that note. So if this episode does not get a comment... I am going to personally look for all of you and speak to you directly. <laughs> and the first one of you that reports us, I'm coming after you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna hurt you with his feather. Uh-huh. Uh, hurt you real good. Tickle you death. <laughs> right. Slap you silly. Uh, right. <laughs> right in the tenders, honey. Right in the tenders. So this has been a unique episode for us. Thanks for letting us vent. But Absolutely. it's an episode that we needed to do, yeah. and it's a it's an episode that is near and dear to the four of us, and we also know it's near and dear to so many of you. We do have a voice, and we are the people who have to make the change, because if we sit on our hands and we don't vote, if we don't get out and support, if we don't rail against what's wrong, we just keep accepting what comes along. And listen, Danny's exactly right. And if you follow my Twitter, you've seen my tweet today where I vowed I was not going to post another fucking tweet about enough is enough. Instead, it's time to get up and fucking do something. So that's my challenge to you. Get up and fucking do something. Whatever your platform is, speak your voice. Absolutely. We're in it together. Absolutely. All right. Thank well, y'all so much. I'm, I'm assuming next week's episode will be a little lighter. It will. <laughs> and also, next week is our final episode of the season. Oh, ready? Wow. That's exciting. Well, Time at least flies, we, honey. Time yes, flies. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Thanks so much for joining us today, and see you soon. Y'all come back. Bye, y'all. Well, we would love to hear from you all. And you know where to drop a line. You can find us at Queer Magnolias on Twitter and at Queer Magnolias Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. Listen in on Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you might find your podcasts. Take care.